How was your Target experience? You know, Target, when it gets to be the fall time, is my addiction because I feel like in the fall I spend more money going there than I do the summertime. And I don't like not that it's even fall, but like they start getting all their seasonal stuff up in August. So I go there for like command strips and $55 later, I have like a new pair of pants. I have a new top. And then I have like freaking just things I don't need. Just Target is like that place you go where you just get things that you don't fucking need ever. I've never been a Target target. proper. I like how Target's look, but then someone told me that that was how they're like supposed to be set up. Like it's supposed to be like psychologically um, appealing to people, which is why it's so so popular to shop. Yeah, it's why um, they put all the dollar stuff up front when you first walk in. Yeah, so I'm I'm like that person. I'm sucked into it. So it was good. I just, but the thing I don't like about Target is how busy Target has been since the pandemic hit. Oh, that's it's, everywhere. I don't know, man. The targets, targets to me feels busier. Like it feels like a zoo in there. Every time I go in there, I try to go like morning if I can. I feel like I have this conspiracy theory in my head that my dogs are trying to like send me to like a psych ward. <laughs> I don't know how you feel like about it. your cat, but sometimes I'm just like, you guys are fucking with me. This is a well, you have multiple animals. I have, I have. I think it's a lot when you have like sometimes more than one pet. Yeah. So I I run a zoo. Yeah. You guys have like a lot of different kinds of animals too. So yeah. You see the breakfasts I have to make for people. I feed (laughs) myself and it takes like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Phantom drives me crazy, but you know, he's, he's one thing I have to deal with, I guess. Yeah. Is he feeling better? Yeah, I think he's allergic to grains because ever since I switched to grain-free pet food, he hasn't thrown up once. Did you see what happened with Jake Paul last night? No. I actually, oh, like, so, so I, I have an exclusive? Yeah, I, I, exclusive just, um, I, I just checked TMZ before we started just to give us some more talking points. So I guess yesterday he had some huge boxing match at his house with like hundreds of people. What? After the FBI just came to his house? And apparently he posted a video the other day saying, I'm not worried about the FBI. He should be worried about the FBI. So. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I don't know what kind of, like, what kind of, if it was, like, a legit fight or not, but apparently it got a big crowd. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I wasn't home yesterday, and usually when I'm not, when I'm out with, you know, when I'm over my boyfriend's house, I'm kind of like not, I try not to get my phone too much. So I, I really, I didn't see anything about this. That's why. Yeah. It was like front page on TMZ. I saw it. It was like the first thing I scrolled past. He probably, he honestly probably just likes the attention. So at this point, that's all it is. Not going to lie. I almost appreciate the fact that he doesn't hide the fact that he's an asshole. It is what it is with him. He doesn't try to hide. I don't really know. I can't really say much about him based on like the Shane Dawson series because now with the whole Shane Dawson thing, it's like see how biased it was. Yeah. I don't even really know. Like, and he didn't even ask him any tough questions. No, 
No, that's when he was dating that Erica Castell girl. So I think he was like on his best behavior or like trying to be on his best behavior at least. But I didn't really hate how he kind of was in that documentary series. But I think low key, he definitely was playing it for the cameras a bit. Oh, yeah. Normal. Wasn't it like the day after that series wrapped, he announced that he was breaking up that house and that he was single. So it was just all like kind of like a publicity stunt to, for him to start a new chapter. I don't even know if she had anything to really say about the breakup too much because she kind of has her own career going on with like YouTube. I think she's, she's mostly like YouTube, like famous, I would say. She does a what? couple like modeling gigs. What stuff. do they do? Is it just prank videos that make these people so <clears throat> famous? Because I don't actually, I've never watched any of these videos, because it's not my area. Jake Paul? Yeah, I don't find this shit funny. The only thing I've ever seen, I watched Logan's Suicide Forest video before it got taken down. Well, I think Jake Paul at first was just a content, he's a content creator. He just makes different videos, he vlogs, he's a vlogger. He kind of like, he kind of, I feel like started that whole vlogging shit that's like people do now just like everyday life hanging out with his friends shitting around doing stupid shit like you know he also makes other people famous just by bringing them into his house like I I I, I don't ever I've never watched any like Jake Paul videos I watch more Logan Paul videos and Logan Paul actually is a really good videographer like mm-hmm. I will say that he really he he's really talented when it comes to editing and making videos so like I find his videos more appealing like visually he's made a few videos where I was like wow this like is very appealing to watch if that makes sense what are their con- what is his content because like I said yeah. I like all the suicide same porn. so it's just it's, like I'm having friends yeah but for some reason his his to me just like I don't I can't explain it like his, the way he shoots his videos is just really good like, he's a really good, like I said, he's a very, very good videographer. Um, but, yeah, and then Erica Castell, she's, like, a songwriter, and she's actually from Michigan. She was born in Bedford. Mm. Um, and she's just known for making YouTube videos. Like, she wasn't really a part of, you know, she just does her own thing. She's associated with Team 10, but only because she was dating Jake Paul. But, anyway, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I, I, I can't get into YouTube videos. Like, people love, like, David Dobrik. And yeah, I, I, don't really, I don't really, like, hate David Dobrik. Like, I think he's funny. Like, he, he seems super sweet, honestly. Like, he seems like a very genuine person. But people love watching his vlogs. Like, he's really popular. People talk about him all the time. But, like, I just can't watch people's everyday lives. Like, I don't know. I just, I find that very uninteresting in a way. Doesn't he give out, like, money and Lamborghinis, though? Um, he has, like, a thing with Teslas, so he'll, he'll give out free Teslas. He has a giveaway. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, he, he's probably one of the top YouTubers right now. Oh, yeah. Um, very, very famous at the moment, but I just, I never, I can't get down with, sir. I, I just, like, the only YouTube videos I watch are, like, podcast-related videos or, like. Same. Or it's music. Kind of the only thing I ever watched. Or music, yeah. You know how lame it was for like 10 years? All I used YouTube for was like music. 
I had no idea about oh, YouTube creators or channels or any of this shit, shit up until the Shane Dawson started doing series. And I was like, oh, and the fact that like I have coworkers who have kids and kids don't really have favorite TV shows anymore. They mm-hmm. have favorite YouTubers. So yeah, it is a really big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I also watch, like, video game reviews on YouTube because there's so many video game channels and people who play and do that kind of stuff. So I kind of stick to, like, the side I'm on. I don't really go into, like, the blogs. I'm not a big blogger person. Yeah, I'll watch drama channels. That's about it. And that's or drama channels. Rarely, if it's something I'm interested in. Like, I don't have, yeah. like, a channel that I have to watch every night because I like the person. Yeah, exactly. I'm, kinda, I'm the same way. I also saw another uh, conspiracy theory this morning, and it involves Epstein, but I guess, mm. like, uh, some fake f- flight logs came out, or at least, I don't know, I Googled it a few times. I didn't really go super deep in it. It seems like they're fake articles, but I guess, like, they named, like, Eminem and Beyonce and Tom Hanks as, like, going on his private planes and stuff like that. Yeah, I did, I did see the Tom Hanks thing. It's just so funny how, because that's how I, the only reason I saw it was because people were sharing memes on Facebook. It's just so funny after one article, people would just be like, yep, I believe it. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, do you remember a few weeks ago where people were accusing Chrissy Teigen of being a cannibal? Yeah. And that was over, like, Epstein and stuff like that, and her saying, like, eating pizza, talking about children. (laughs) Okay. And people go hard to the point where, like, she deleted, like, thousands upon thousands of tweets. That sounds a bit excessive for him to do. People get crazy. And I think with cancel culture, now people just go after the deep board. Mm, I don't really believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, so. No, especially since they always get disproven. And the ones that are real, no one cares about. No. That's the problem. And it's funny because, you know, I like to read a lot. And I always think, like, book plots, like, you can always, like, when you're reading a book, sometimes you, like, get really into, like, fan theories. It's like, because, you know, I read, like, Game of Thrones and all that. And it's just so funny because people's conspiracy theories are usually always much more intricate and better than the reality of what actually happens. So that's how I think. That's how I treat everything I see in life. I'm always like, huh, <laughs> probably isn't real, so I'm going to take a grain of salt, which everyone should do. No one should just flatly believe anything. I'm definitely guilty of maybe reading one article of something and then believing it, and then usually, most of the time, somebody's like, okay, but look at it on this article, and it's completely debunked on this yeah. one article. So I am guilty of like not maybe doing like the research I need to do initially, but I feel like I'm definitely better about believing. Like not like obviously there's this whole like thing about him not even being dead. Which, which could be true. I mean which could never be true. it's a fucked up story and it's there's so many power people powerful people connected to it. You can't really you hear the crazy stuff that goes on in like other countries why the fuck wouldn't it happen here in the United States? It's almost juvenile to think that no. it wouldn't. And nobody wants to get exposed. There's probably so many people who are like, I don't want anything to go out into mm-hmm. the public. Look at um, that fucking judge who 
her son was killed and oh, yeah. her husband was shot connected to Epstein, but it was really about that one bank that's mm-hmm. known that has like a reputation for just being like really shady and in shady practices. Like, look at that shit. Like people are mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Oh, and yeah. you never know if like these conspiracy theories like play into it. It's like the people who like go down to Sandy Hook and harass the parents. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it is. Like the Sandy Hook stuff really pissed me off because it just it's so insensitive to the parents who had to deal through deal with that, I feel like. Um True. It is a very strange case. Cause when I watched that documentary about it on Netflix, you have to admit that documentary is really weird with how they work it things. Because it's mostly just a documentary about why people shouldn't be allowed to have guns opposed to like a documentary about what happened. I thought that was a little weird and I can understand why people get conspiracy mm-hmm. theories from shit like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think people just take people's words so twisted. Like I think people twist other people's words. Oh yeah. Sometimes. And then they make it something it's not when Sometimes people who are being interviewed or questioned or talking about something, especially that when it involves a very sensitive subject matter, I just believe that people can be really awkward or, you know, even sometimes when we're, when we're airing this podcast, like I feel like the way I sound isn't normally how I think I would sound in person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, why am I saying that in that manner? Like, would I ever talk like this outside? But it's like when you're in the moment and you're like knowing you're being recorded or knowing you're doing something, like your brain kind of almost has that like shaky twitch where you're like, okay. I need to respond. I need need to respond. I need an answer. It doesn't feel like it's coming out authentic sometimes if that, you know. So I think a lot of times in like interviews and TV shows and stuff, I think that people sound really weird and robotic. And I think a lot of people who believe in conspiracy theories take that and run with it. Oh, totally. Especially because everyone handles grief differently. So sometimes when you got a camera in front of your face, just like going back to last week's episode about Goodnight Sugar Babe, every one of those people that they interviewed in those documentaries, they laughed, dude. They laughed. They and, laughed. And it's almost to the point where you're like, what the fuck? And then when you really start thinking about it, it's like these people have never been in front of a camera ever. No. No. So it, nerves play a big part into it. And that can make you look mm-hmm. heartless as fuck. And some of them were granted. But some of them you could really tell it was just because they were nervous on camera. Yeah, and they're being questioned about something that's a very sensitive subject matter Mm -hmm. and very scary because they all had to live through it. And also, they're all guilty as fuck for allowing it to happen anyway, so there's obviously some nerves happening there, too. Without a fucking doubt. Like, they got so gleeful just talking about her being abused and watching it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, this place needs a fucking nuke. Yeah. Like... None of y'all motherfuckers need to reproduce or f- and all walk out into traffic. <laughs> yeah, no. They're all good. In my opinion, that's kind of what I think about a lot of conspiracy theorists is they just kind of take something and run with it. Now, the Epstein stuff is really interesting to me. Very. I definitely find myself reading more about that because he was that's a very real. That's rich man. Real. Yeah, and, and it happens in, like you said, other countries. You know, people do that. And I, and I, I wouldn't put it past him living somewhere on an island like I just I if that were to come up in a couple years or 10 20 years from now I honestly would be not surprised 
say like Bill Clinton's on trial and then they just bring Epstein to the witness stand? Wouldn't oh, that be some fucking world shattering shit? Yeah. It'll never happen, but no, because once you have money, you can buy your way out of fucking everything. Yeah, and, like, even the documentary on Netflix was saying is how people didn't even really know how he made his money. No one knew anything really about this person, so... Well, there's, like, all kinds of conspiracy theories about that that are just so... That get borderline insane. It's just people, like, powerful people in powerful positions doing horrific things. That's what it really... And it's terrifying. Like, you go back in history and read about things, and you're like, oh, I can't believe this happened. Just think about, like, when they used to, like, the Salem witch trials. Yeah. People do the same shit now. And we're just like, what the fuck? I can't believe you are doing this 100 years ago. But then you just see some fucking crazy on the news that's way worse. It's like, oh, yeah, we're still doing that. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like, this is, like, way off topic and kind of, like, it was a really long time ago. I remember... There was, I don't know, it was some date that was supposed to be some, like, religious rapture. I just remember, mm-hmm. about, it was, like, one of those things, like, the world's gonna end on this day and that day. And, but it was, it involved some religious group, but it wasn't necessarily a known cult or whatnot. But because of, like, the hype up of all this and, like, this pastor, like, really, like, harping it to his congregation, this woman killed herself and her daughter thinking mm. end times and it just shows you how like people get so wrapped up in thinking that they're right that they do crazy things thinking that they're just being honest like those people that went and harassed those those parents at sandy hook they probably thought in their mind what they were doing was right no as fucked up as that sounds absolutely and also mental illness probably plays really well into that i've noticed a lot with like mentally ill people the paranoia is fucking crazy yeah like unreal to the point where you're just like i can't believe this shit like okay like my dad's mother very mentally ill woman extremely mentally ill woman stories upon stories of just like the crazy shit she do but like one thing that she's known for is she'll invite you over you'll get there and then she calls 911 and says you're a stranger trying to break into the house what yeah that's how so no one can ever go over there. No one, no one has anything to do with us. I mean, she, like, she was never, she never raised my father or any of his brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. She's just an extremely insane woman, but she's the type of person who'll call you and be like, my neighbors are trying to kill me. Just crazy, crazy shit. But in her head, that's really happening. Mm. In her head, there is a stranger, even though it's her fucking son, but she's not thinking that. She's just like, no, there's some stranger. He's trying to break in. Gotcha. They're trying to kill me, even though I'm the one harassing my neighbors. All that kind of strange shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is true, though. It's like those people kind of make things worse. And I hate to say that, but it's not like it's their fault. They can't help it. No, it just shows you how you can't. It's a mental illness. If everyone has, everyone's different. Yeah. So everyone's symptoms are going to be different. Yeah, absolutely. That is true. So, I... Okay, let's have a quick little talk about Britney Spears. Do you think she's endangered? Do you think she's trafficked? Do you think she's being held against your will? (sighs) I know so many people are going to hate me for the opinions I have about this matter. Um, 
or not hate me, but be upset with what I think. I think that she isn't a very fit person. And by fit, I mean, I do believe that she does have a lot of issues. It's very obvious in the videos that she posts on social media. I, I don't necessarily know much about like how she would spend her fortune, like if she would be unreliable and that side of and that side to not be able to have her own money. Because I know that her parents are taking care of her finances, like her dad. She lost the ability to be in control of her finances, I think, when she had that mental breakdown and was getting divorced. She still has whatever, like, um, a guardian, I guess, which is the best way to put it. Yeah, her dad's a guardian. Because she can't, like, her, yeah, her dad controls all of her finances and stuff like that. She doesn't even have custody of her kids. No. Which is really fucking kind of sad. Yeah, I mean. She seems like a really broken person. I, I just don't know. I think, I think people just like love her for who she is. She's, you know, she's, she's a pop star. She's amazing. Everyone loves Britney. I had all of her albums growing up. Like she's an icon. She's just one of those people that like is always going to have a name no matter the year, the century, the day, like she's always going to be relevant. Um, she has a big fan base. A lot of people support her and love her. So she has a lot of, like, positive things behind her. But her dad did release a statement about people kind of sending him threats and stuff. Because he was getting death threats and people emailing him and and stuff. And were saying, like, free free your daughter, free Britney. Like, she deserves to have a good life. And he finally addressed the issues that people were having. And he was just saying, like, listen, I do this because it's what's best for my daughter. And he's like, and I would never spend her her money in a, like, you know, unresponsible way because he has to report everything that he does to, like, her lawyers and to, like, their accountants. According to him, this is what he's saying, though. I don't know if it's true, but, like, this is what he's telling people. So he was like, the idea that, like, I'm stealing from her or taking what's hers is false. And then her sister came and basically defended the matter and said to like leave their family alone because they no one understands the true story and like what's actually going on that makes you wonder what is actually i think she's very mentally ill and they don't know what to do about it and she's so far gone yes she's she's not there anymore she's not all there anymore and that's why people i think fail to realize and don't want to like really maybe um take into account is that I don't think she's a very able person. I don't mean that she can't take care of herself. She can't clean herself and do all that kind of stuff, but that's not what I mean. But I just don't think that she's ever going to be the same person she was in the nineties. I think she she ever was a person. I don't think she's ever been allowed to live her life. Really. That's probably like, I like, I don't really too much remember that reality TV show she had with her ex-husband that, uh, Oh, the Kevin Federline? Yeah. What was it called? It was like, I don't know, it was something. I didn't even know they had a TV show. Yeah, I just remember, like... Was that E! Network? Something like... It was, like, called Chaotic. Oh, I remember it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And after that, her, like, tailspin... And even Mm -hmm. just those TikToks that people are using as fucking... Which those TikToks where they're saying like she's asking for help and like sending subliminal messages 
I think is fucking outrageous. And yeah. the fact that people go so hard and deep dive, it's like what we were talking about just a few minutes ago with the conspiracy theories. People go so hard that it's almost like, if this is real, I don't fucking know. Um, uh, I don't even know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know the, the whole... I'm like stuttering because I just feel like this is such a subject matter that so many people have so many different opinions on. And I feel like I've never heard the side of things where people have been saying, like, honestly, guys, like, maybe she just isn't capable of taking care of her own. I have heard no one say that. Like, no, no one on TikTok is saying that. Nobody on YouTube is saying that. I, don't, I haven't heard anyone's opinions about this that were targeted towards the side that I think we're on, which is, like, it could just be a case of, like, maybe it's bigger than what we understand. Yeah, and that's what it seems. I mean, just by, because, like, I was talking about just her appearance. Like, the clothes she's wearing are kind of frumpy. They're obviously kind of old. Her teeth are fucked up. Her hair is fucked up. Her makeup looks like she's just been sleeping in it. She's dancing in a burnt-down gym that she burnt down herself. Yeah. She's kind of posting really extremely bizarre videos. It could just be mental illness. It could just be... And also, you know, we don't really know her financial situation. We don't know... Because, you know, those pop stars got fucked deals. Like, she was all... I don't know if she was signed to Lou Pearlman, but I know she was involved in that world. So she could have got fucked out of a lot of money. I'm sure that has happened. Well, did you hear about their one son, Jaden? Uh, he came like, out against his grandfather. Yeah, so that happened. Um, he like did like a live video, and like went on this huge rant about it. And I guess his, like Kevin was pissed. But yeah, I think I think they have custody. I think he has custody of his two kids. Yeah, she paid child support to him. Yeah, so I think that's kind of like an ungodly amount. Oh yeah. He he is he said for us his life, dude. He's, it doesn't matter no more. No. It's just fucked up. And maybe but, her family doesn't know how to handle it, especially because like if they try to like seek treatment, it'll just go up publicly and it could make things way worse. Especially if they're trying to like get her to a point where she can take care of herself. Cause I know her dad has health issues. They could really just be at a point where they're like What's going to happen in the next, like, 20, 30, 40 years with her by herself? Well, and even Kevin Federline doesn't want to give his opinion on the matter. He, no, because it's probably that fucked up. He, like, doesn't want to talk about it. He Well, he's stated so many times to so many news reporters and TMZ that he doesn't want to speak on the matter because he doesn't have an opinion on it. And I think he ha- he's saying that because he... You know, I'm sure he maybe believes that's what's best for him and their current situation. And there's nothing saying that his sons are not happy with him. Like, everything that they report says that, like, they're doing really well with him. So he seems to be a pretty fit dad from what it sounds like. So chances are this is just mental illness. And a family. It sounds like it. Because it is a family disease at the end of the day. It's like. It is. It affects everybody. And those kids probably don't understand why their mom is the way she is. And they probably are just, like, they're defending their mother because they think 
maybe she's being taken advantage of. You don't know. People, like, you know, sometimes when people are having episodes, I mean, look at Kanye West, where they'll be like, people are trying to kill me. You don't know if that's what she said to those kids or something like that. Well, did you hear about this letter that she wrote? Mm -hmm. And she wrote it, she wrote it in the third person. So the whole letter she's referring, she wrote it, but she's referring to herself. She's like, Brittany feels this way and Brittany feels that way. And it's like this three page letter that she gave to one of her friends who used to like be super close or like, or lived with her. I don't even remember, but basically just saying how she felt trapped all her life. And, and then people took that letter as like, see, she's being held against her will. And I was like, no, see? This is a person who's never been allowed to live a life. Yes, I'm like, this is not, that is not the case. I think this is a sign that there's something deeper than we can all understand is happening. And I think that, I think that they're trying to do what's best for her and maybe it's not coming across correctly, you know? And they're in the spotlight. It's like, if this was like a private matter without somebody being famous, it would be completely different. Nobody would think otherwise. I also have a conspiracy theory that this also could just be done to get her more attention, get her more views, make her relevant again. Cause she's really not relevant. No. Well, you know, she did like the vague, but this is a problem with her. And this is a problem with anybody with mental illness. Okay. Is when she had the Vegas residency, she seemed fine. Right. Like, on the, on the outside perspective, that seemed like a great gig for her. Right. She looked healthy. She was fit again. People are coming. There was great reviews on it. Like, it was, it was. I would have been far, down to see it. Yeah, me too. I would have absolutely gone and see Britney Spears. That would have been fucking dope. So fun. And then all of a sudden, it kind of made a switch where, like, she was making these, like, at-home videos of, like, her dancing and doing workouts, and she has that boyfriend who, I don't even know the role that boyfriend plays in any of this, really. I don't know what he, what his deal is, so I can't really say much about him, but then, then after this concert happened and things started to seem a bit off and a bit weird, this, like, this, like, Vegas residency, and I think people just don't want to think that maybe she just ha- is having, like, you know, episodes. Like, that could just w- be very well what it is. Is that, like, even though, just because somebody seems mentally fit in one situation, that doesn't mean anything. Have you ever heard about how, like, Vegas residencies, like, a lot of entertainers either die or go crazy from them? Well, it it's, happens it's a lot. Hard work. It it's is. Hard and work. Vegas is one of those towns. It never, never sleeps. It's open 24 hours. It's the same thing every day. And people bring up a point that a lot of entertainers will start to either, like, I don't know if you remember the comic uh, Ralphie May. Okay. He was a yeah, really bigger he's... dude, but he was, you know, super funny. Mm-hmm. His Vegas residency is what killed him because he quit going on the road. He just got bigger. All he did was, you know, go do his shows at night and then come back to the house. And he fucking ended up killing himself that way. That happens a lot there. A lot of people. That's why those Vegas residencies never last because Mm -hmm. people can't do that shit. And that could have really started taking a psyche on her. Yeah, because she didn't seem bad off. 
before or during that residency mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden but she's never been well off is what people need to understand like yeah. she, like I, I would love someone to convince me that she's always been like a quote-unquote no one's normal but she's been like a normal person right she has a horrible taste in men so you don't know <laughs> what this boyfriend could be no it looks That's like he's just someone's fucking side piece yeah, it doesn't look like a real relationship. He's young too. He's like in his twenties, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is why I just do I do I support the free Britney movement? Yes, because I do think that these people just want what's best for her. But also, if we don't understand it, if we don't get it, if we don't know anything behind it other than what we're seeing on a fucking video camera, then like we can't speak on the matter too much. We don't know what's going on in there. No. And I think it's kind of crazy and people need to get hobbies instead of just like decoding like 30 second TikTok videos that could be doctored or not. Because people are like, look at this little corner, there's a mm -hmm. two yes. and two equals this in the sex traffic dictionary and pink means this in sexual assault. It's like, I've never fucking heard this and I've watched a lot of Law and Order. <laughs> so what the fuck are you on olivia benson <laughs> well did you hear about the howie mandel thing, conspiracy that like he was being held against his will by kidnappers they said the same thing about richard simmons yeah and and howie mandel had to like literally make a video that was just saying hey i need you guys to stop making these videos because it's becoming an issue like i had police come to my house to check on me as a welfare check because people are making these allegations right he's like stop stop making these videos and i haven't seen one since he's come out and said that but it's ridiculous that people have to come out and actually make a video and be like no this isn't right don't do this people would break down his videos and circle images in the background that were like look at this person staring at him outside i'm like what if that was somebody visiting him like a fucking relative or something or you know you ever you know like that whole thing about tag pictures on Facebook, how you always look fucked up in the tag pictures, but your profile picture yeah. looks good. That could literally just be that one instance. If you, we all look fucked up if you're playing a video and you freeze frame someone. Yes. So it, it's just kind of a lot. It just shows people have nothing better to do though, dude. Like no. it's like when that TikTok video of that girl making a huge thing about how, someone took her images and was saying she was trafficked on Wayfair. Oh, yeah. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And people be like, well, people are just trying to bring awareness. It's like, no. When you're spreading false accusations, you're not bringing awareness to anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If anything, you're causing to the problem. Right. You're not helping. Nope. You might think you're helping. Your intentions might be in a way genuinely good but like that's why i think jamie lee spears was saying like guys like please you don't really understand the story like you don't understand anything about my family which is which is not wrong she's not wrong for saying that like no one fucking knows anything about them really they just no. they just see what they want to see so i have a lot of like opinions about it but i'm like if someone's pleading with you to stop then fucking stop like this is other people's lives. This isn't your fucking life. Right. Like, this isn't gossip. Like, this is obviously no. real people suffering. And mental illness is no fucking joke. 
and for no, it to be not. treated like it is or just for people to even be that insulting to be like you don't know how to take care of your family member we do you guys are fucking strangers at the end oh of the day. i i i love the people that are like i'll i'll take care of her and i'll do this i'm like oh sure i'm sure you could because no one else is really able to at this point so I'm happy you can play the hero in this situation. I think this pandemic has really showed just how selfish people are. Oh, yeah, because people create a narrative in their head that they believe is true, and the narcissism out in the world is real. I just had a whole conversation about inconsiderate people with Mm -hmm. one of my friends yesterday. Yeah. Because I just think that people lately are just so fucking inconsiderate. And And I just find it to be such a pet peeve of mine. Like... 100%. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm one of those people that I'm like, hey, if I'm going to the store and you need something, I'm going to ask you. Right. You know? But I think people are just so caught up in their own world lately that... A lot of people don't care, though. A lot of people are so by themselves. They don't give a fuck. I don't understand that kind of... I just never understood that kind of stuff. Like, I can never imagine, it's like, my, it's like when you go to the bar with friends, and one of your friends, like, goes up to the bar, and is like, well, I'm gonna get me a drink, and it's like, well, while you're up there, you might as well get, get all of us one, you right. know what I mean, and we'll pay you, like, that's right. how I view it, is like, I don't know, I just think, like, maybe it's hard for people to do that, but I kind of look at it in the same way as that, is like, I just think lately people are just, maybe, maybe people have always been, I'm just now noticing. Yeah, people are, there's a lot more shitty people than there are good people yeah most of the time not always but most of the time especially in masses yeah oh yeah all right let me get to my buzzkill corner of the week pick oh god um another documentary the price of honor available on amazon prime it came out in 2014 but it happens all in 2008. Trigger warning. It's fucking graphic, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. They, to the su- subject matter is very heavy. Yep. Yeah. And it follows yep. the story of these two sisters, Amina and Sarah. They're like 16 and 17. They end up... It's so fucked up to say... But it starts off, so this isn't a spoiler because you know from the get-go how it happens. It follows their murder, and they mm-hmm. were murdered by their father. As And the only reason that people think is why he killed them was because of a thing called honor kill. Yeah. Which it happens in other well, – it happens everywhere. Like, they – what did they say something along the lines? Like, they report, like, 4,000 happen a year, but that number – but that number is somewhere up to, like, the tens of thousands – yeah, they think it's about 200,000 a year yeah. deaths in other countries that are because of honor killings. Yeah, which is like, if your family perceives you as doing something they don't want you to do, you dishonor them and they have a right to kill you to mm-hmm. get their honor back, which is super fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. But the story, the story is mostly about these two American girls which that really plays a key in this because they weren't like it, they didn't seem like their father was Muslim, but it never really seemed like they were that religious. Their mother was not Muslim. It was a dumpy yeah. white bitch. Yes. So, <laughs> that's what, that's what like, I don't understand. Like the, what, what do you call it? What do you call it? The um, double, the double standards with that was just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. That, 
And, and also, sorry, another note is that honor killings mostly happen to women. Yes. So, but you do hear it occasionally of, like, when, like, a gay guy gets beaten or something like that. That's another instance where you'll see it is, like, it's like a guy comes out as gay, his family will fucking kill him. Or, like, the yeah. child. It's, all, it's really fucked up. And they play, like, audio of all this shit. Like, they play... The, it starts off with, like, the audio of the one daughter calling 911 as she was being shot for her father. So it's really fucked up. Yeah, but honestly, like, that whole recording was so sad because she, like, you can hear her take her, like, her last breath and shit. Yeah. Yeah, her, their dad was awful. He would, like, record them at work and stuff, and he would ask his... And, like, the... The fact that the wife would even be with him while he was doing this was... I didn't understand her role in the documentary. Like, I was shocked she was on camera because it seemed like she just constantly contradicted herself. Yeah, she just wanted... I think maybe out of fear she was nervous to really say how she felt, but I I just... Honestly, everyone's opinions about her out of the documentary were pretty spot on just based on her interviews, so... Mm -hmm. Like... It's also important to note, like, it just shows you how weird the fucking dynamic is. So, like, the mother married the father when she was 14 and he was 28. Mm-hmm. Just older than that, honestly. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. You know what? That is such a fucking good... Yeah, what makes... You, you know what? That, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you're right. He probably did lie about his age, because he looked yeah. old as fuck. He looked old. I also thought it was weird, because, like, these guys are so much older... Like, she dated his brother before that and was going to get married to his brother and then married this guy. And then she tells some story about how, like, her family basically sold him to her. Yeah. And her family yeah. was like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> she was psycho. Like. So and the she, fact she allowed any of that shit to happen is bizarro to me. The fact. Because, like, what really starts, like, the story is the girls say that he's molesting them. Yeah. Which I was really confused about that. Did that actually happen or not? I I feel like it did. I feel like it did, too. Well, most of the videos he was taking of them were him zooming in on their bodies and stuff. It was disgusting, that video of him filming them when they were laying on the bed. Yeah. And just the fact that the one was wearing pants in the middle of the night, like, that's a fucking sign right there. And he's, yeah. like, he's, like, taking the... It's just, oh, it, it's a really disgusting documentary. I wouldn't say it's worse than Sugar Bait. Well, maybe. Would it be worse <laughs> than Sugar Bait? Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's, it's, um, it's worse in a different way. It, yeah, it's worse because there's absolutely no justice in this one. No. Because he's cause, still out there. He's still out there. Yeah, that's what the fucking thing is. He's still fucking, he's not been charged for any of this. Like, it's been, it's been over 10 years, 12 fucking years since he murdered his fucking kids, and he's still on the loose. You know what's crazy about- I feel like that fucking mom would take him back in a heartbeat. That's why she was, like, how she was in that documentary, like, not helping him. I felt like she, if he showed up on her doorstep and said, (laughs) I'm sorry, she would be like, yes. She was a pick-me-ass bitch, is what she was. Because she's insecure. She knows that no other fucking man's gonna want her ass. I knew... I knew it was like that. Who, she was, like, in her late 30s. 
she married mm-hmm. this, like young this guy he was he was only 23 and so she was like okay. in her late 30s he was from mexico and he straight up just married her for the green card how do, and that's not just me being presumptuous you know how i know this because he was fucking my 15 year old best friend at the time so i know that their relationship wow. legit wow and it was that same thing where it was like he was super abusive to her she was a really big dumpy white girl with no self-esteem and he would just have he would just cheat on her like these women would call the house and just speak spanish mm-hmm. she didn't Spanish. So she would just hand the fucking phone off to him. So like these type of people existed and that's what that guy reminded me of. Like he just was with her because he helped him stay in the country. Absolutely. That's all it was really. It was nothing more than that. Yeah. He did not seem to have any fuck. And then it was kind of like really like when it was at the girl's funeral and she was like having like a Muslim cer- a Muslim ceremony, and then she married like buried her girls in a Muslim cemetery. It's like, but you guys weren't religious. Why are you still like pleasing this motherfucker? And would you let his family at the funeral? Because I definitely sure the fuck wouldn't have. No, like their brother. Like, you motherfuckers, get the fuck out of here. Because you know, like, they're probably the ones that helped him escape. Obviously. Yeah. Like the one's aunt says, who the fuck shoots covered in blood escapes from a cu- crime scene? Because he shot, he shot one of them nine times. Oh. Yeah. Which is just disgusting. I know. And he's, and the thing is, is like, he's not even in a different country. I think he's in Texas, they think. Like, really? he's just hiding out in Texas. Before he killed him, him taking them over to like, Egypt to try to sell them off to 40 year old men how is a mother that you constantly say I just want the best for my kids throughout this entire oh, fucking she documentary she doesn't give a fuck about them it's just I don't understand how you can openly see that and then be like well he never abused them he only well, abused me it was just like that lady said who I think she talked about where she said that a lot of women who are in those situations they're so afraid of them being the victim that they'll throw their daughters under the bus. And that's just out of selfishness at that point, or just whatever it is, really. Like, because remember, they, they had a police recording of a different incident that happened where, do you remember that on the documentary where, like, another woman was like, something happened to her daughter? And she was like, she- my daughter needs to die. Yeah, that and bitch, the guy yeah. was like, you're, a, and the, the guy, who, she was, I don't know who she was talking to, but I think the detective on the case, and he was like, you're a sick woman or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even related to the story, it was a different story. Yeah, towards the end, they kind of go into honor killings as, in, like, as a whole, because <clears throat> it does, honor killings get a really bad rap as being part of, like, the Muslim culture, and they, mm-hmm. and it fucking isn't, and it doesn't just happen over in the Middle East or it's in, like, Muslim communities. A lot of the times, it's families using it as an excuse to control their, the females in their family. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also, I felt really bad for that one girl's boyfriend. Oh, you could tell that that whole thing, like, he's still fucked up from it. And you mm-hmm. know what? I thought his mother was kind of reckless in it, too. Yeah. 
Because at the end of the day, you need to protect your own kid. And that situation was really bad. And I felt that, like, because, you know, in that guy's head, even though that was his first relationship, and if she would have lived, they probably would have had, had a relationship and they probably would have broken up. Yeah. But in his head, that was the girl he was going to marry. That was yeah. his soulmate. Like, that was in his head when she died. So, you know, he's still fucked up from that. And he will always oh, be yeah. fucked up from that. And I don't think it was necessarily right on the, his mother to be like, okay, we're going to get her. You guys are going to get married. You guys, we're going to get it. You guys are going to have a life. Like, <laughs> I don't think that no. the people who are trying to help them were very realistic in anything. No, not at all. That's what makes it so fucking sad is because it's such, it was so preventable. All this was 100% preventable. And it just, just fell. It just failed. It went to the wayside. It was fucked up. Well, the mom did. The mom did have a moment of clarity, and she left him. And then he came back. He found them, and he came back. And the daughters pleaded with with her not to go back with him, and she did. She tricked them into going back. Yeah, and and then she set them up to go on that. Honestly, that I would have never went back to Texas if I was them. I would have never. I don't, know. I don't think I would have. I'm sure they didn't feel like they had any other option, but right, I true. feel like they. I, I feel like those girls could have escaped in a way. Like, I don't know. They could have. They probably could have, but, you know, your entire life being scared like that, it's so hard. Yeah, you said relationships are so hard to leave. Maybe I just wish I can go back in time and change their fate because. Right. Like, I'll go. It is. Find it a is time sad. machine to save them. Yeah. Hell Yeah. And then it is sick because they show a lot of, like, the footage with, like, the dad and just how he was obsessed with those girls. And I think he really just killed them because he knew he couldn't have them. Oh, yeah. I don't think it had anything really to do with religion or how he felt. It's just the fact that he was like, okay, you guys don't want to listen? Fine. Well, it was a hella control thing for sure. Oh, yeah. But that mom, that makes me feel like, I almost wonder, like, the fact that she wouldn't, because she was still protecting him throughout the documentary. Like, she was still kind of being like, well, he wasn't a bad person. He loved his kids. He never abused them. I almost almost wonder if she's saying all that because she can't admit to her own guilt. Because when she was like, oh, well, we got home, and then he was like, I want to take the girls out to dinner. I would not let that man go anywhere alone with my children. Mm-mm. especially after we just like spent the last month or so escaping from him yeah so i i felt she was playing dumb in that whole thing she didn't want to admit the guilt that she has in it because she's really responsible for her kids <clears throat> at the end of it yeah she doesn't want to admit that she did anything or she's so caught up in her own life at this point that she thinks that what she's doing is right or she's not that fucked up of a person i know like abusive relationships can really fuck with a person's head but i don't know you would just think because those are your kids that you'd be able to pull yourself out of it and just think about them but you know some of those women like those women who get targeted in like relationships like that though they're usually for the man in their life they're not for the kid Oh, yeah. That's all it is. Because, you know, in their mind, 
a man is going to fulfill something to them that their children can't. That's a lot of women like that. Without a fucking doubt. You know, the companionship, having someone there, all that stuff, you know, they don't, they don't look at that to their, they don't look at that with their kids. You know? Right. Some, some women just don't have that like maternal thing where they, they're just not very nurturing. She doesn't, she just doesn't seem like a very nurturing mom. No, she didn't really seem like she had much of a personality or anything like that. No, like, would she have been different with somebody else? I don't think so. I honestly feel like she would have been the same. She, she, she's definitely that, unfortunately, she's definitely that person that seems like she finds herself in shitty relationships. I'll do whatever to keep my man type bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I, if I have kids with somebody, my kids come first. Right. You know, me, and, me and you had our time, honey. It's about the kids now is how I feel about it. Doesn't mean we can't have our time together, but, you know, we have things that are more important in the moment, and it's our children. But, you know, I feel people are too – that's the thing. I don't know how you – well, this is be an interesting conversation, I feel. That's why I think some people really need to really think about if they actually want kids or not. Yeah. Because some people are way too selfish to have kids, and they shouldn't have kids. And I think, <clears throat> I think people are really so programmed to be like, you should be a parent, that a lot of people who are parents, like, if they actually really thought about it before they had kids, they would have never done it. So, you know, it's so funny when you said that. Um, I, have a, I have a story to tell. I'm not, she's never going to listen to this podcast. Who cares? Um, so... She literally had a conversation once with a bunch of us that said, um, I can't even say it because it's so ridiculous to me. She basically said that she would be jealous of her daughters if her husband loved her daughters more than her. Like, honestly, I've had this conversation with I'm not surprised. There's a lot of women who are like that. Um... They see their daughters as competition. Yes. And I looked at her and I said, I think before you have kids, you need to go to therapy. I should have told her that because I was like, if your mindset going in to having children. You're not wrong. No. Like, here's the thing. The number one reason why I'm choosing to go to therapy right now is because when I have kids one day, I don't want my kids to deal with my anxiety and to deal with my depressive issues. I do not want my kids to deal with that. I think that's very selfish of me if I have kids without going to therapy before having children. This doesn't mean I want kids right now, but when I'm like 34, 35, and I'm ready to have a baby, which is pretty much the time frame I'm giving myself to have a kid. So I want kids really bad. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my mental health is a hundred percent before I have children. Right. That's my goal. That's my goal. And I mean that, like, I don't want my kids to ever know that I'm sad or in bed all day. Like, I don't want them to have to do that as a mom. And that's really responsible of you. That's a a very great outlook to have, but a lot of people don't. No. And I, and I do recognize that, but it's so shocking when you actually meet people who will make comments like, if I have kids one day and I'm going to be so jealous of them if they're prettier than me, and I'm going to be so jealous of them if this and that, and I'm just like, I would be so grateful if my daughter was 
prettier than me. I'd be like, that is my daughter. Look at, look at that bitch glow. You know, like I would be gassing her up every day of her fucking life. And like that, what's sad about moms or like girls who are like that is because they're insecure and they don't want the spotlight to go away from them. They want it to still be on them. And like, also, yeah. And it's also those it's are the so women who the only thing that they have are their looks yeah. and they're afraid about them fading and what they're going to be without them or they just don't want the competition and honestly if that's the only way you think you can keep your man is how you look then what the fuck are you with him anyway because obviously he doesn't you have no oh, yeah. other emotional connection to this person no. who gives no. a fuck if like my husband loves my daughter i like yes that's what how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. will i ever be fucking jealous of that never because we're no. never going to have that same relationship the relationship it's- me and my husband is yes. a lot different than it is with him and our kids. Well, that just shows you that what the relationship is between them two as a spouse or a couple is that like they're, they're she's so insecure with their relationship or like any woman like this or she's so insecure with that that she doesn't want that spotlight being taken away from her even if it has something to do with her children. That's crazy. That shit is fucking wild to me. Like, I will never have the same relationship with my daughter that she has with her dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I'm never going to because that really, that bond is a little bit different than the bond that me and him share. And I can't take that away from her. Can you imagine a mother taking away that bond from, from their daughter's father? And only if it's a good relationship with that dad. If the dad is negative and a negative person and shit, take it away. Don't let your, don't let that be what's that drive. But like, if it's a positive relationship and you have a good husband and shit, oh no, I just, I don't like that kind of stuff. It it bothers me. It bothers the shit out of me. And I will, I will preach all day long that if if your mindset going into having children is you're going to be a fucking selfish twat, don't fucking have kids. Just don't have kids. Or wait, wait till you feel like you're mentally able to have a kid before you bring one into the world. I'm literally going to name this next episode Selfish Twat. Yes, please do. <laughs> it, it, go, it, it goes into a lot of different realms. Of life, yeah, honestly. that's what it all is. Like, I can't stand. And, you know, maybe it's because, like, I do have a big heart. And I yeah. would do, I'll do whatever for the people I love. And thankfully, even though... You know, I don't remember my parents ever being together. They divorced so mm-hmm. when I was so young and they never had a great relationship. But outside them, you know, I was raised by my grandmother and grandfather. Mm-hmm. I have a really supportive family on my mother's side. I know what it is to be loved. I'm very thankful in that aspect because I understand a lot of people don't know what it's like to be loved. And you really see it in their relationships they have later on in life. Yeah. Yeah. Or I've had people tell me that they want their kids to look a certain way. And if they don't look a certain way, they're going to be disappointed. Like if my kids don't come out with blue eyes and blonde hair, or I want one of my kids to look like this and one of my kids look like that. Like that's not how that fucking works. You don't get to, you don't get to pick and choose how you want your kids to look. That doesn't make any sense to me. Your name is not Dr. Frankenstein. It's Sarah. Right? <laughs> come the fuck on. Basic, it's, 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 you know who it is? These basic ass bitches out here just. Oh like, yeah. That's who. That's who it is, really. Um, you know, like my ex childhood friend. She hated the fact that her son came out with blonde hair. 
Mm-hmm. So she Why? she dyed it. Most babies do. Most babies. She do. dyed his like hair when he was a baby. What? When he was like one, she dyed it black because she hated looking at the blonde hair. That is really fucked up. Honestly. And she's always wanted like a baby with black hair. So women are the, you know, it's not just women because guys are just as fucking crazy. That's like, I, in that whole argument about who's crazier, men and women, we're all the same. It's oh, just, absolutely. It's just we just so show it different. <laughs> yeah, like guys go into a different level than girls do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're more vocal about our craziness, I feel like. Yeah. Men hide it. That's why they. That's why they punch the fucking wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or throw their <laughs> video game controllers. Yeah. Listen, I grew up with brothers. Or actually, or just start fucking crying. Yeah. Randomly, randomly, all you did was like <laughs> you start the laundry, and it's just fucking. <laughs> and I'm just like I don't know what's happening right now. I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so that's so true though. It is. <laughs> fucking alarming when you like a guy like you know how like when you're just or it's like um you know how like when a guy has an argument that they want to use on you and in their head it's so sound and it's so (laughs) fucking bulletproof and then they start giving it and you start going back and then it just breaks completely and they don't know how to deal with it (laughs) yeah situations (laughs) yeah that's that's how that goes um get people i don't get people either honestly so, guys, we will eventually do the Scott Peterson one. I know this is, like, two episodes, and we've said we, were, we should have already done it by now. But we don't know exactly how we want to do it, and we want to make it legit as fuck. So give us some time. We're thinking about a fall release. That sound good? Yeah. I think I think doing it, like, when it gets kind of more, like, October, September would be really cool. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be starting a YouTube channel soon, so look Woo! up to that. That'll be fun. We're going to make some, like, really funny, cool videos, just so you guys get to know us a bit better. Yeah. We are also thinking about doing, like, Degrassi episode reactions, maybe some yes. Are You Afraid of the Darks, mm-hmm. kinds of fucked up shit, maybe. I don't know. We got some really cool ideas coming down the pike, so stay tuned for that. Yay. All right. Well, that's this week's episode then. Yeah. It's a wrap. It's a wrap.